And welcome back to Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. And before we get started with today's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's gone over to iTunes and left us a review, and anyone who shared our podcast on social media. Our aim is to reach as many performers as possible, making the arts accessible to everyone by providing free information for performers. If you haven't already and you love our episodes, please do head on over to iTunes and leave us a review or share us and tag us on social media at The Perform Journals to show your support. Thank you so much and let's get on with the episode. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you all about agents and the myth that surrounds them. So I've been talking to a lot of people recently, a lot of performers who are just starting out in the industry, who've been out in the industry who are aspiring to become a performer and young performers. And I've been talking to a lot of them because a lot of them are looking for representation right now. They are wanting to seek representation and apply to different agencies. But when I've spoken to a lot of people, a lot of people have said things that are maybe partially true about agents some things are complete misconceptions and myths about agents so I just wanted to clear them up because this industry is very tight-knit and it's really hard sometimes to get the information you actually need unless you know someone so unless you know an agent you probably wouldn't have heard exactly what they do because there's a lot of misconceptions like I say about what they actually do so I thought I'd come on here and just clear it up so you can see where the elements of truth have come from and so you can find out what they actually do and what you're actually applying for when you're looking for representation. So these myths that have come out of my conversations tend to be along the lines of that the agent works for the performer or the performer works for the agent. The agents are paid by you as the performer. That agents get you work and that the agent will make the industry easier. You're more likely to get work if you have an agent and you are more likely to have an easier time of it in the industry and get where you want to be. And they're all what's come out of recent conversations, which is exactly why I knew I needed to make this episode and get this out there for people. Because there are elements of truths in those statements and there are also things that are completely false so I just want to you set the record straight so everyone knows exactly who an agent is and what they do because that information isn't currently out there I plan on sharing this with you now so an agent is someone who represents you in the industry and their job is to help you get seen by putting you up for auditions, castings and self-tapes. They will network on your behalf. They'll go to lunches with casting directors, find out what shows are coming up, what they'll be auditioning for, who they'll be looking for. Um, I'm probably putting a bit of a good word for you. They can help negotiate contracts for you. Um, if something's in there that's not quite right that you don't really agree with or the pay's not quite right, they will work to help get you and them the best deal. And they can help advise you on the industry. They can help advise you on contracts. They can help advise you on whether you need new headshots doing. They could help advise you on whether you need new showreels. All those kind of things agents can help you with. 
Now, agents do not work for you as the performer and you as the performer do not work for the agent. It is a business partnership. And as a performer, I like to think that we should help our agents as much as we can. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean going out to lunch with casting directors and taking on their job. But what it does mean is that we're as helpful as possible. So we are extremely punctual. If my agent rang me up right now and said, I want something done for 12pm, so in like two hours, I would make sure it's done. If they want something in for 3pm tomorrow, I would still get it in done right now. Because I want to be as punctual and as helpful as I possibly can be with my agent. I make sure that in between contracts, I'm actively looking for work myself. Just because my agent's looking for work doesn't necessarily mean that I can't do it either. I want to secure myself a job um, and as many opportunities as possible. So I'll be actively looking for work. And on things like Spotlight, there's casting directory Spotlight. I will talk about that another time for those of you who don't know what Spotlight is. Um, but Spotlight now has a nudge agent button. So when you're applying to castings, you can nudge your agent and get them to apply for you. If you fit that brief, nudge your agent and they will get a notification and then they will probably apply for the casting if they believe it's right for you. So there's no reason why you can't be actively looking for work yourself. Um, and on all the other platforms as well and on social media and things that are local to you in your area, all those kind of things I still like to do to help give me and my agent the best chance possible of me getting work. Communication, I think, is essential and people don't realise how good your communication needs to be when you're working with someone else. But communication is so important. It's so important. And being able to reply to emails if you can see it's from your agent reply to it straight away make their job easier they'll give be more inclined to want to help you get work if they like you and get on with you and you can see that you're trying to help them as well so be on it with your communication if you're going to be away for a couple of days let them know in advance so they're not hustling to get you an opportunity that you're not even going to be there to audition for and the way that we present ourselves in the industry, obviously we always want to present ourselves in the most punctual, professional and personal way we possibly can. But with that, we're not just representing ourselves with an agent, we are also representing them and their agency and their reputation. So if you turn up and you're a big diva, you know, you can make the industry, the agency look bad in the industry because they've sent someone who's not very nice to work with. So the way we present ourselves has got to be the best version of ourselves possible to help ourselves and to also help the agent. So that's what I mean by helping our agents out, you know. And also there's a level of trust. Like you don't hear from your agent every day. They don't call you every day. They only call you when they've got something they need to tell you, you know. So in that other time, You've got to trust them that they're hustling and doing their job, networking, applying for castings for you, looking for opportunities for you. But equally, they've got to trust you. That in between contracts, you're not lying in till 11 o'clock in the morning and then, you know, um, just binge watching Netflix until 10pm at night. 
they've got to trust you that you're keeping on top of your fitness, that you're in your training, that you're keeping on up to date with all the rep, that you're putting stuff out there on social media, that you're taking class. They've got to trust you just as much as they you've got to trust them. So equally again, partnership, you've got to trust your agent and they've got to trust you. So make sure that when you're applying to an agent, it's someone that you trust and that when they represent you, they will obviously trust you as well. So make sure that you're living up to that expectation um, of what they need from you and the commitment that having an agent brings. So the common misconception around agents and pay is that you know, you pay your agent, which an element of that is true. If you earn money, they earn money. But they work on commission. And with that, basically, when you get paid, your money, the money for your agent comes off, you don't get that in your bank account. So the agents will take their cut before the money comes to you. So it's not like all your wages get transferred, and then you've got to transfer your agents and money your agent will get a cut before you get your money. So you never see that money. Um, But obviously this, you know, um, paying your agent, obviously do put it in a factor, like you know you're not going to get all that money, but it's not like it all comes into your bank account and then you transfer it back, if that makes sense. Um, So agents work on commission. So they earn when you do, but you shouldn't ever transfer the money or be paying upfront fees. Um, they will always take their cut before they send the money over to you. Now, when I'm out doing talks or at speaking events or at theatre schools giving Q&As, I always ask this question because I think the reaction is really funny. Um, I always ask if people think that agents get them work to stand up and 90% of the room, sometimes more, sometimes nearly 100%, of the room will stand up because I think agents get you work. Now, the way I look at it is agents get you opportunities. It's up to you as the performer to secure that opportunity. So they will do their best. Sometimes they may not be able to get you seen for what they want, for what you want. But when they do, they get you in the room. What you do in the room is down to you. It's up to you to keep on training. It's up to you to go and get that singing lesson and know where your cuts are and know your rep. It's up to you to be working hard on your fitness in between jobs. It's up to you to be punctual on time. It's up to you to communicate if you're going to be late. It's up to you to present yourself in the best way possible to secure yourself the best chance of getting the job. So they do not get you work. They get you opportunity it's down to the performer whether you secure that work or not. I mean, sometimes it's down to external factors and things like that can't be helped, you know, Um, but they do not get you work. They get you opportunities. So an agent will help you get seen for more work, hopefully, and to some castings that are not currently available to self-represented performers. That doesn't mean it's impossible as a self-represented performer to get into closed auditions. I once applied to a closed audition and wrote a cover letter as why I wanted to be there and um, why I was passionate about doing this project. And I actually got in, 
Um, and I was the only one there who wasn't represented by an agent. I had to fill out an agent's form and I was like, name, me, <laughs> phone number, me. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things. It doesn't mean it's impossible and they won't even consider people who are self-represented. Um, you know, it won't always happen. But, you know, if you're passionate and driven enough, I truly believe you can make things happen for you. So, um, and in that case, it did work. Um, so just because you have an agent, it doesn't necessarily mean that you will automatically get into all these castings. You know, they'll be doing the best that they can. Um, but it doesn't automatically mean that you've got anything. And it doesn't automatically mean that you're going to get work. You've got to remember there are a lot of performers out there, a lot of driven self-represented performers. There are also a lot of agents and a lot of people on their books. You know, some may have less and some will have more, but some could send up to 10 people that fit the brief for that casting. And then already with one person, you're up against 10 people. And that's just what one agent sent. If there are 30 agents and they all send 10 people, you're up against 300. It's a vast amount of performers. There are a vast amount of agents. Um, and not all of them will be right for you. But I just want to make the point that just because you have an agent, it doesn't guarantee you anything. It doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to have more chance of getting the work. It depends what work comes up. It depends who you're up against. It depends on the height or the location or all those kind of external factors play a part as well and a lot of the time when I've been talking to people they think if I haven't got an agent I'm not going to make it well just because you have an agent doesn't mean you're going to make it um and I think it's really funny that this conception's come about and while agents are fantastic and they work so hard and they do get you seen for things that you would not be able to get yourself necessarily maybe or get you different opportunities that you've not heard about um, because casting directors come straight to agents with a brief and sometimes it doesn't get posted out there in the World Wide Web and you wouldn't be able to find it. So they are a really, really helpful person to have on your team. But essentially, you've got someone else rooting for you. And, you know, the discipline that you need you know like I say they don't ring you up every day to check that you're doing your work that's on you the resilience of keeping going after rejection they're not gonna come and bring you chocolates and ice cream and tell you it's all gonna be okay you know um while they should be kind about it and empathetic and knowing that you've tried your best they should definitely have that trust in you um it doesn't mean the rejection's gonna be any easier it doesn't mean it's going to be a lot of open doors. They're going to help nudge the doors open for you, but you are still the person that's got to walk through them. So that's the way I kind of think about agencies and the way I think it would help a lot of people to understand who they are and what they do. You know, they don't work for us. We don't work for them. Um, and an agent means nothing if you're not prepared to put in the work. If you're not prepared to do the work and be resilient and be disciplined and be hardworking, then unfortunately it's not going to help. You know, it's it's down to you a lot of it. And I think people think 
the agent will automatically mean you'll fly in the industry and you'll be fine and you know you wait for a call to say you've got the biggest job of your life and that's just not the way it works you know we have to work so hard as performers I think a lot of them will say that as well you know we don't guarantee you anything um because they can't there's so many external factors and other things that can play a part in it so when you're applying to agents try and remember who they are and what they actually do so I hope that was really helpful in terms of content and something different and shedding light on all these subjects that have so many grey areas um, and elements of truth but also a lot of misconception um, so I hope that was really helpful for you guys before I end today's episode um, I just quickly want to talk to you about what I've got coming up so um TPJ has been the Performer Journals. If <laughs> you don't know what TPJ is, um, the Performer Journals, you can find us on Instagram. Um, I run, obviously, this platform for performers to help and give advice and free support anytime to anyone um, and make this in- industry more accessible. And with that, I was thinking about what more I could do. And obviously, I offer one-to-ones and people were saying, you know, I'd love to train um and do more in depth and more audition tech and technique classes um but the one-to-ones are just not feasible for people and I totally understand that so I am going to try my best to make sure I make this industry and the training accessible too because I know when I was younger there's no way I'd be able to afford um extra tuition and things like that so I want to try and make sure that what you get is extremely valuable but also accessible so I'm going to be starting to run group workshops now these will be limited to six people per workshop for the simple reason that they're an hour long and that I want you to get the most out of that hour I want to be able to watch people and give them constructive feedback um I want to be able to actually them to see improvement and not just go through the motions and take class for themselves like a professional. Um, While that is so helpful and learning to, you know, take classes for you, I also want, you know, in this crucial time for aspiring performers and younger performers or, you know, people who are considering doing this as a profession... I want to make that training valuable and accessible. So it's only going to be £5 per person. Um, I'm going to limit it to six people. It's just going to be an hour on Zoom a week. And I'm going to be offering the sessions in dance technique, primarily jazz technique. Um, It will be, there'll also be a session on acting repertoire. So you can bring your acting monologues um, that you're going to take to auditions and we'll just run through them and have a look and also acting through song so that is not a singing lesson but what it means is you'll sing your song and I will help you explore the character and the journey you know there may be the odd technical note in there but obviously it will be mainly about the exploration of the character and the acting through the song so those are going to be coming very soon there'll be more details on our platform at the performer journals on instagram and i'll also make sure i get up up on the website very shortly so there will be more info to come but if that is something you're interested in um in these accessible sessions that will only be five pound per person for an hour workshop with me um then please get your um 
details to me first. Um, I'm going to start awaiting this because hopefully, you know, from what I've heard from people, this there is going to be a lot of interest. So I'm going to try and help as many people as I can through this. Um, but I hope that that's something that you might be interested in and might be beneficial for you all. And along with that, there's going to be more blogs coming up on our website. So you can find this information um, on our website at any time, um, whenever you need it. And you can find exactly what category it's under and what you're looking for as quickly and as efficiently as possible, hopefully. Um, and along with that, more podcast content is coming, more interviews with the other industry professionals and more industry insight and along with that more social media so more graphics more reels more igtvs more live videos more live classes all of those kind of things are going to be coming up so i just wanted to fill you guys in on what was happening with that um but a massive thank you for listening please feel free to get in touch and leave a review on itunes or share us on your social media that would be super super helpful and I would be so grateful a massive thank you for listening I've been your host Bethany Unwin and this has been Performer Talks